1: Hour number two of the Bruce Woolley Show kicks off right now, and uh, as we kick off, I want to thank our friends at the Freedom Foundation. They created optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. That's an important website because it helps free government employees from union bondage, and that's what the Freedom Foundation does. And that's important because you're going to save about $1,000 per year, and you're going to... Keep that money away from union bosses who support Democrats, progressives, and uh, a lot of the activist stuff that's going on in our schools. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your support of the Ohio Press Network and for creating optouttoday.com. If you're listening to this and you're in a government union, you need to go there and need to share it with five people. All right. Uh, Earlier in the show, to kick off our number one, we heard from Shannon Burns. He is president of – Strongsville GOP and a member of the Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee. Right now, I'm going to welcome in Joe Miller. Joe is also a member of the Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee. Uh, Joe, how are you today, sir?
2: Hey, Jack. Uh, Very good. Thank you. Absolutely.
1: You Uh, you know, I am super fantastic. It's Friday. It's been a great week. Uh, There's a lot going on politically. And uh, after talking with Shannon, I feel a little better. Uh, i haven 't really necessarily weighed in on <laughs> everything regarding the state central committee the blue twenty two but that 's why you 're here um, let 's talk about this meeting tomorrow last night, my phone blew up. several people reached out to me and said hey there 's a meeting, and uh, the meeting is going to be remote and uh, that 's a little troubling because you know it 's easier to cut off debate it 's easier to do things uh, that maybe aren 't conducive to uh, robust dialogue and holding people accountable. The thing that uh, a lot of people were concerned about, Joe, is this idea that the blue 22 – there are about 17 of them, I think, up for uh, reelection, whether in uh, the the existing seat that they're in or a new one. And uh, the idea was, look, the Republican Party censured these folks previously, um, and that needs to have teeth. But um, some people are working potentially to – Endorse these candidates. What can you tell us about that from your perspective?
2: As far as uh, people working to endorse them, that, I, I honestly don't think that's going to happen. Uh, it better not happen. Let's put it that way. Uh, uh, they're going to be holy hell to pay if uh, those uh, any of them get endorsed. Uh, there are going to be people pushing that, but it should be a, a minority for the uh, the state central committee. You know, that's one of our main uh, duties, maybe our only one, is uh, we meet And there's 66 of us We decide, you know, are we going to endorse uh, the lawmakers or not? And uh, usually it's it's a big yawn fest, okay? It's it's very straightforward. Boom, we're out of there. But uh, tomorrow, because of the blue 22, and I assume everybody knows what that is, who they are. Why don't you Um, give
1: us your version of that, and then I'll read the list of them. uh, Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the list with me, but basically the blue 22 here – Here's what happened, guys. They they pulled a coup. They pulled a coup on the Republican Party. Uh, this was about what about a year ago or so. So yep. uh, they had, we have a supermajority in the state house. So uh, the Republicans all got together and decided that Derek Marin was going to be uh, Speaker of the House, which is very prestigious. That that's you know that's the kingpin. Yep. Of the Republican Party, there, yeah, to be the, the Speaker of the House. So anyhow, you uh, but what they did then, Jason Stevens, who is Speaker of the House, he got with Alison Russo. He got with the Democrats. He got all the Democrats to vote for him. Then he had to get another twenty-one Republicans who would jump ship, a vote for him. And he, they did this secretly. They did this under the table. No one knew they were going to do this. And uh, when they took it to a floor vote. It was just supposed to be a shoo-in for uh, Derek Marin and boom, all of a sudden, you know, they did this coup attempt, took over the Republican Party. And uh, we're hoping that they got to pay hell for this, because the, the disunity, they disrupted the party. I think that uh, issue one and issue two were, uh, could have uh, been much more successful if the Republican Party was unified. They killed a backpack bill, and Jason Stevens is a big union guy, and the unions wanted him in there. Uh, all the Blue 22 are big union guys, big contributions from the unions. And uh, basically, they said to you and to me and to uh, the regular people, um, you know, to hell with you. We're going to do what we want and make our careers better.
1: And uh, you're talking about Tom Patton, Sarah Carruthers, Brett Hillier, Al Catrona, Cindy Abrams, Gene Schmidt, Mike Loichick, Kevin Miller, Gail Pavliga, Jeff Laray, Haraz Gambari, Monica Blaisdell, John Cross, Tracy Richardson, DJ Swearingen. Bob Peterson, Jason Stevens, Don Jones, Bill Sites, Jay Edwards, Scott Olslager, and Bob Young. And so those are the Blue Twenty two. Let me uh, let me get your take on uh, tomorrow. I I understand that one of the first orders of business will be this uh two thirds vote in order to endorse. Do you think that's gonna pass? And will that be the death knell for
2: anybody in the Blue Twenty Two who wants to get an endorsement from the party? Oh, that'll be the death knell. <laughs> two thirds pass, two to pass, and I believe that is what it's going to be tomorrow. Uh, I have to double check in the bylaws, but uh, I believe that's what it'll be for them. For the for them, and uh, th- there's no way two thirds. And if it does pass, uh, Jack, you, you know you got to get on this platform. I'll get on my platform. I do a podcast. Uh, on rumble called Buckeye Patriots. So people can check that out too. Uh, and you've been on it um, and got to get you on again. Yes. But um, the, uh, it, it, this should be no way it should be a slam dunk, but even if it, here's the thing, here's the other thing too, is a lot of the lawmakers who've been trying to reach out to them, write a letter, send an email, you know, to the committee people to uh, make sure that they all uh do not endorse and that the censor continues. And we've been getting uh, a lot of, uh, lackluster results from that because the lawmakers are like, well, I think you guys got it in the bag. So we're not going to do anything. And it just shows a little bit of cowardliness on my, in my mind. It's like, come on. Uh, they did wrong. Yep. Those blue 22 screwed the party over. That's why they were censored. And uh, we got to make sure this never happens again. And do you know who was a, a big culprit was prior to this? Larry Householder.
1: That's right. Larry Householder did the same thing. And, and by the way, uh, Jason Stevens is a Larry Householder acolyte. I mean, they're they're from the same part of the state, and uh, you know, I think Larry Householder kind of gave him the template to do this. And uh, and Jay Edwards, by the way, was a big Householder guy, and Jay Edwards was very strong behind the scenes in this coup uh, for for Jason Stevens. Um, let me ask you this: We've got a couple of minutes, and I know this is in the weeds, but I made a comment last night because a couple of people said to me a guy by the name of, um, well, I just won't blank. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he's, a, he's a member of the Ohio Republican Party uh, State Central Committee. Dave Johnson, there it is. Uh, Dave Johnson was a guy who said, look, I don't care about whether they're on the blue 22 or the red 23. He didn't say red 23, but if they can get elected, that's what I care about. Is, is Dave Johnson the guy pushing for this in your mind?
2: Oh, definitely. He's already come out and said that. Yeah, he's pushing for it. Dave Johnson, Tony Schroeder. Uh, there's a host of them. There is a host that are um, pushing for this. Uh, we just got to make sure that we have the majority. There's 66 people altogether on the committee. Um, yeah, Dave Johnson. Um, I don't know if you've talked about him much in the past or anything, but he is—he's a big kingpin at the state central committee. Um, you know, the guy is uh, well known. Uh, he's got a lot of money. He's and he just, he twists arms and, uh, see, he's part of the establishment. That's right. And we got to, we got to rid ourselves of that establishment because all they do is elect these rhino Republicans. So it's great for, for them and for people like Dave Johnson and stuff, you know, they get what they want. It's not good for the rest of us. We become a, like a uniparty and his blue 22 in his district, Columbia Columbiana County is a Monica. Blasdell. Yep. Yep. She was on the state central committee. This was her first term. Yep. In the state house. And look what she did. And this is his pride and joy. But there's nobody uh, challenging her. And of the 17 that you mentioned uh, that are um, going for reelection, because some of them I think dropped out, uh, only 12 are being primary Interesting. So the censorship to me is so important to help some of those 12 get beat they got to get off the committee and that will send a ringing sound to uh, Jason Stevens as well, because he'll be looked at as uh, you know, a lame duck type speaker. Couldn't keep uh, his own people, uh, give them the protection they needed to get reelected and stuff. So yeah, there, there's, we should be all out war for this, uh, Jack, we really should. People's blood should be boiling. Uh, we shouldn't be taking this lightly because, uh, we're too much corruption, man.
1: Yeah. I'm with much you. Corruption. Hey, about, about 15 seconds here. Uh, uh, literally it, m- give us your podcast again where can people follow you
2: yeah okay rumble first of all we're only on rumble because we got kicked off youtube rumble and uh buckeye patriots i have two of them or ohio political news type that in and they're the same thing there's the same information on both of them buckeye patriots or ohio political news on rumble please join us uh sunday night and uh Maybe I can get you to come on Sunday night if you're if you're available. Huh. And one and um, yeah, if you would. And Shelby Hunt wanted me to mention his name.
1: Thank you, Joe Miller, for talking with us more about the Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee and the important meeting they have tomorrow. And uh, two-thirds, that's what they have to vote on early, two-thirds to endorse uh, a candidate. And uh, if that passes, it would take 44, 45 of 66 State Central Committee members uh, to endorse for State House or State Senate, or excuse me, yeah, State House or State Senate um, uh, that, that's a pretty big hill to climb if you're a member of the blue 22 and I will weigh in. I absolutely do not believe that any member of the blue 22 should be endorsed. In fact, I think that they should be barred from the Republican party. I think that what they have done is so severe as it relates to, um, the party. I mean, issue one alone, issue one, by the way, is that radical, uh, amendment that would allow abortion, to birth for uh, matters of convenience, it would also um, allow minors to abort without parental involvement or consent, potentially, and even gender transition. That alone, that alone, uh, passed because the constitution threshold was not increased to sixty percent, which is what the the first issue one would have done, and that didn't happen because Jason Stevens created so much chaos in the Ohio House that the resolution make that happen didn't get out in time and so they had to call a special election that gave opponents time to raise money that gave opponents time to craft their message and and then that gave them an excuse well wait a minute in the last general assembly you outlawed or basically opposed special elections and now you're going to put one on the ballot look at these evil republicans and the die was cast uh jeff is is john rutan with us oh john i'm sorry i'm over here you know blithering endlessly and you're on the phone uh, let's bring him right in. Uh, John Rutan, welcome. am I pronouncing your last name correctly, by the way?
3: Yes, you are, sir. Actually, I enjoy listening to you, so I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, absolutely. Spell your last name for me and our listeners so that when they go to the voting booth, they, they understand who they're voting for.
3: Sure. My first name is John, J-O-H-N, and the last name is Rutan, R-U-T-A-N. And you can find my website at rutanforprosecutor.com, the number four as in the amount
1: of years there you go rutan for prosecutor and um yes sir who are you uh who are you running against and are you do you have an opponent in this primary
3: i do not have an opponent in the primary but there are three democratic candidates and depending on who wins their primary that would depend on who i'm facing
1: if you had to guess who do you think is going to win the primary for the democrats
3: Well, I'll I'll tell you, honestly, none of them, I believe, are are probably suited for the position, so I think it's just a luck of the draw. Um, I can tell you this. I can tell you two out of the three candidates have never had a felony trial in their life. Um, So, quite frankly, I'm not quite sure who they're going to pick. and It's probably going to be pretty even, in all honesty, and it's going to be probably based on name recognition more than I believe it would be based on on experience. Um, So it's probably going to be between Shayla Favor. Or Anthony Pearson and Shayla because she has the the pub publicity beaten city council and then Anthony Pearson potentially um, just because he's been involved in the prosecutor's office for a few years now. Um, so probably one of those two. But either way, there's a there's a clear difference between me and any of my other opponents. Um, so it doesn't really matter who it should be to be honest.
1: So let me let me ask you this. Have you <clears throat> now so so Franklin County, right, you're running for prosecutor of the county? Yes, sir. Okay. So some crime statistics came out uh, in the Columbus Dispatch not long ago. Uh, A couple of things were alarming to me. Uh, The the number of auto thefts and the number of crimes being committed by minors. How do you attack that as a prosecutor uh, to make sure that not only are we safe, but uh, that we're allowing kids to be kids and and not turn into criminals?
3: You know, I appreciate that question. I love it because that is really – the greatest difference between me and any of my opponents. And actually, we had a debate last week at Mount Hermon Church, and I was shocked that I was the only candidate willing to lock up these juveniles. And so to answer your question, the statistics that are alarming to me as well is that over the past two and a half years, there's been 1,100 stolen cars, 400 by repeat offenders. And so what my policy is going to be is I'm not going to lock up teenagers or children for stealing a candy bar but when you steal a car and you put people's life at risk you definitely get locked up and so the reason why we have a high crimes and all these juveniles committing the crime is because there's no accountability and they're just releasing them so with me as county prosecutor you can count on uh, me locking up these teenagers stealing cars and part of the problem is the prosecutor's inability to Um, speak with the police, because if you engage with the police, they're going to be telling you, hey, by the way, this is an ongoing problem. These kids are stealing cars. We need you to take a little bit more severe action. So there's a difference between taking your mom's car for a joyride, which is still bad, opposed to stealing a Kia, leaving at a high rate of speed. So I would ultimately, unfortunately, I'd punish the small things so they don't keep happening. So I definitely... Lock those children up. Now, how long is an issue to remain? A lot of that's depending upon their history, whether they're remorseful, and what type of steps they take during the penitentiary case as well in the juvenile detention center. Uh, Another area I'm going to make a big difference in, which is another concern to me, and one of the reasons why I entered the race, is juveniles should never ever be going to prison unless it's for murder or attempted murder. And what happens is these prosecutors get lazy and say, ah, you stole a car, you're going to prison now. And what the, what the general public doesn't know is that when we're talking about teenagers that go to prison, we're talking about 15, 16, and 17-year-olds. Yep. And in actuality, in the juvenile detention system, you can hold them up to the age of 21. Uh, so it's my position that if they commit these lower-level felonies, you put them in a juvenile detention center, you just don't send them to the big house where they become victimized. Um, so that's why there's a new generation of criminals being created, because what the prosecutor is doing is they aren't thinking, they're putting juveniles in prison that shouldn't be going to prison, and then what happens? It doesn't rehabilitate them, it makes them worse. And so they get out, and now they're going down down that life of crime. Uh, and, and ultimately, yes, sir.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, we, we've got about 30 seconds, John. I will have sure. you back on, that's a guarantee. But quickly, uh, love rem- to
3: come back. Uh,
1: remind our listeners where they can learn more about you and maybe support your campaign.
3: My name is John Routine. You don't need to support me. I'm, I'm not fundraising. I'm going to win this the right way. I'm, I'm raising awareness, not money. I believe this is a moral position. And if you breach some integrity, where does it stop? And it's is a job. Um, so I just ask people to consider me for a job and understand that when you elect a county prosecutor, as you consider the person, not the party. And I, and I hire somebody that has an experience. Ten seconds, John. All, where's
1: the website?
3: Out of all the candidates, I have the most child experience, and I will be the most active prosecutor that you'll ever have. I'll be trying cases left and right, and I'll be using compassion and measurable justice. Thank you, listeners, for considering me